The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the days for Jesus' being taken up were fulfilled, he resolutely determined to journey to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him. On the way, they entered a Samaritan village to prepare for his reception there. They would not welcome him because the destination of his journey was Jerusalem. When the disciples James and John saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven to consume them? Jesus turned and rebuked them, and they journeyed to another village. As they were proceeding on their journey, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus answered him, Foxes have dens and birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to rest his head. And to another he said, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, let me go first and bury my father. But he answered him, Let the dead bury their dead. But you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. And another said, I will follow you, Lord. But first let me say farewell to my family at home. To him Jesus said, No one who sets a hand to the plow and looks to what was left behind is fit for the kingdom of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Oh, the sweet freedom of being a slave of Christ. Let me say that again, just in case you're still getting settled in after the, after the gospel there. Oh, the sweet freedom of being a slave of Christ. Yes, it's another one of those Christian paradoxes that are set before us, that the only way for us to know true and absolute freedom is that we have to give over our entire selves to God and His will. The only way to know true freedom to be a slave of Christ. Sometimes you might see Catholics walking around with a chain on their wrist or on their ankle or somewhere, and this is often because of a consecration they've made according to the way of St. Louis-Marie de Montfort, who promoted something called slavery to Christ through Mary. And he's very clear about the word he chose. We have to be willing to submit our entire lives, every single moment, from the breath we take to the beat of our hearts, to the decisions we make, to Christ himself. In the Old Testament, there's this beautiful line, I think it either comes from Deuteronomy or the Proverbs, and it's something like this. I place before you life and death, a blessing and a curse. All you have to do is reach out and take what you want, and it will be yours. Our God gives us true freedom, freedom to choose what we want, Life or death, blessing or a curse. It is yours if you want it. You can choose the freedom of the cross of Christ or the slavery of sin. It's all for you, whatever you decide. On this Sunday, my brothers and sisters, what is it that you choose? To accept the light yoke of the slavery of Christ himself through the intercession of the saints? Or to reject his love, his revelation, his teachings, his church, his priesthood, the moral laws of the church? the sweet and light yoke of his chair. What is it that you choose? Thankfully, we're taught this day how to pray, just like every Sunday and every day through the Holy Liturgy. 
This morning at the collect, the opening prayer of the church, this is what I prayed on your behalf. Something that you should learn to pray with throughout the li- your life, throughout the week. I said this, O God, who through the grace of adoption chose us to be children of the light, grant, we pray, that we may not be wrapped in the darkness of error, but always be seen to stand in the bright light of truth. You see, the fun part about being a Catholic is we don't have to reinvent the wheel for prayer. We don't have to figure it out all new every single time we show up. Our prayer has been given to us by the Holy Liturgy, inspired by the Holy Spirit throughout time. It's all been given to us if we're willing to accept it, to pray with it. Do you guys know, do you remember, you've been chosen as a child of the light? It especially happened at your baptism. When was the last time you thought about your baptism? When was the last time you thought about that beautiful day in which original sin was wiped off your soul, sanctifying grace filled you, and you were given everything you needed to be happy here on earth and forever with God in heaven? Nothing was lacking. When's the last time you thought about that? When's the last time you understood the great gift of renouncing Satan and accepting Christ as your Father, as your God, as your Lord? It should be a daily thing. St. Louis-Marie de Montfort in that slavery to Christ through Mary said that the one thing we don't do well and the only thing we need to do well is live out our baptism. We don't need all sorts of extraordinary experiences, visions, and the rest. We just simply need to humbly live out the graces of our baptism. Renounce Satan and accept God as your Father, a Father who loves you. It was a great practical way to live out the goodness of your baptism. It's called a daily examination of conscience, often done at night before bed. I'll give you just three really simple things to do for this examination so you can live out your baptismal graces even more fully. First, make a simple act of faith. You could say in Our Father, Hail Mary, place yourself before a crucifix, a sacred image. Whatever you need to do to remind yourself that God does know you, he's with you, he loves you personally, that you're in his presence. Put yourself in the presence of God. Second, think of three, at least three things, one to three things that you're thankful for. Be particular. It's not very helpful to say, well, I'm thankful for my family and for the day and for the sunshine and those, those are good. It's good to be thankful for general things, but it's even more helpful to be particular. I'm thankful for the specific conversation I had with my spouse, or a time I spent with my children, or a certain thing that we did, a game that we played, maybe it's a bowl of ice cream or a glass of scotch or whatever it is. What are you thankful for? The third thing, after putting yourself in the presence of God, something you're thankful for, then examine your conscience. How have you failed to be a child of the light? What are the ways in which you've renounced not the, not the evil things of sin, but the good things of God. What are the ways that you haven't responded to his grace? Repent of those sins. Resolve to go to confession. And then the most important part of this whole thing, if you don't remember anything else, this is the most important part, then smile, because you're still loved. You see, my brothers and sisters, where we poor Catholics sometimes 
get off the railroad, where we sometimes fall off the track, is we'll remember all of the rules, we'll remember all of these obligations, and they're good obligations, and we must follow them to be good children of the light, absolutely. There's no excuse from God's law. But we get so caught up in that that we forget that it's all about love. He didn't hang on that cross so that he could get out off of it and beat you into submission. He hung on the cross so that he could teach us what true love is. It does require sacrifice and it does hurt. But it's totally worth it. So put yourself in the presence of God. Think about one to three things that you are truly grateful for, particular things. Think of your sins because you failed and so do I. Renounce those sins, reject them, resolve to go to confession, and then smile because a Father in Heaven loves you. And never forget that. It's that kind of freedom for which you were created, my sons and daughters. It was that gift that He said that I don't want you to be a slave to darkness and sin. He set us free for freedom's sake. And freedom is not freedom from things. That's the law. I'm free from someone stealing my stuff because there's a law against stealing. I'm free from someone speeding because there's a law against speeding. The law of love is freedom for. When a couple gets married, they give up every other human being on earth so they can be free to love this one absolutely. Totally. Self-gift. Freedom for love involves restrictions. So whatever it is that you feel are restrictions in the Catholic faith, the moral teachings, whatever it is, I encourage you to turn to the crucifix and say, and ask him to help you see that they're laws of love and not just mere obligations to follow. Let us indeed pick up the sweet yoke of Christ this day. Remember that you are children of the light, called to stand in the bright light of truth. And that when you do so, you can smile. Because my brothers and sisters, you truly are loved.